Yo, what up? Welcome to the Men of Purpose podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Desi Abeda, proud father, husband, dietitian, entrepreneur. Matt Frakes, your other co-host, proud husband, proud father, sports dietitian. And like I like to always say, probably the strongest dietitian in America. (laughs) (laughs) And this podcast is meant to help future fathers, current fathers, and family members begin to prioritize their lives so they can prioritize the needs of others. So listen up, take those notepads out, and tune in to the Mirror Purpose Podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. All right. What's up, guys? I am so effing excited to have this person on our podcast. Um, I, I have to say, having this person on about maybe two months ago in, my, in our Facebook group, in, in the Men of Purpose Nutrition Facebook group and Leading a Legacy, um, this person literally just boosted all of my engagement. There was like crickets for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, I had her on talking about CBD and THC. And all of a sudden, people just flooded in with conversations and everyone was just asking questions. And it was really joyous because I got to see this person in her element uh, just, just giving. And, and especially with the, the times that we are in right now, I think I just want to give. And so um, I feel super excited for Matt and myself to have on Aaron Kenny. Uh, I don't even know what to call you. CBD, THC, nerd, like dietitian. You're, you're amazing. So why don't I just have you introduce yourself? You'll, you'll do a much better job than I just did. <laughs> and then we'll just start from there. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like that introduction. I want to kind of like sit in that for a little while. <laughs> um, all right. I'll refine it a little bit if I have to. All right. Fine. Um, first of all, I'm grateful. Amen to everything that you just said, especially given, given this time right now. Um, so I am a registered dietitian and I'm also a holistic cannabis practitioner. So I specialize mostly in gut health um, and, you know, have a lot of sports nutrition clients as well. And I am very passionate about using alternative medicine and really healing um, people's gut health and kind of working from a root cause perspective. But overly passionate about, you know, everything nutrition, especially the science aspect of it. So the the term nerd is absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> and um and yeah, I love food too. So that's also also part of why I am here today. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm always interested too. And I don't know, Matt, if we've had conversations about this, what um pushed us down this path of becoming a registered dietitian because I can't tell you how often, you know, it was National RD Day on Monday or one of the days, and uh I, I saw a really funny post that was like you know, shout out to all you people who have been called different things. And I've been called like a nutritionalist. I've been called yep. a bitch. <laughs> and it, 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 it dawned on me because I was like, oh my gosh, it would be really cool to start asking dietitians who come on the podcast, like what interested you and what brought you down the path to doing what you're doing now? Because um, Matt, I, I think this might, might be something we just want to chime in as well. Because I don't know if Matt, I've I've known you for a while now. I don't know why you became a dietitian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, we we spoke on it, but uh, honestly, the only reason why I became a dietitian was because they didn't have culinary arts at the school I went at <laughs> to play football. So I was okay. like, okay, what's the next best thing to do with food? And okay. I seen diet in the word dietetics. I was like, ah, I gotta do yeah. with food. I'm choosing that, bro. <laughs> That's yeah. literally what I said okay, to I- myself. <laughs> okay, I do remember that because the reason why I fell into it is because I wanted to be a pediatrician and then basic chem happened. I was like, well, I'm not going to get into med school with that C. So uh, what's the next best thing? But you and, took uh, organic chem. 
chemistry and biochemistry. So I know, right? He didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then, but but at the University of Arizona, the way that they had it, mm-hmm. uh, pre med was the nutrition major. So it was like I fell into it, fell in love with it, and that was kind of how the story was written. So, Aaron, for you, what got you interested? First of all, in nutrition, and then how have you gotten to a point where you are a uh, what'd you call it? I'm so sorry. Certified THC nerd, amazing person. <laughs> um, my stepdad calls me a drug dealer, which is like, <laughs> you know, I come in, Excuse I come in at the, you know, the holidays and I've got my CBD oil for everybody. He goes, you know, in my day, we used to call you a drug dealer. I'm like, listen, Joe, these are THC free products, first of all. So let's get that clear. Oh my God. Um, I would totally watch your reality TV version of weeds. I would watch that show. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, Aaron, I would, you, all right. New show idea. No one better fucking take it. <laughs> all right. Forget it. Forget a podcast or YouTube channel. That's what I'm going to do. Reality TV show. <laughs> um, so how did I become interested? So it, a lot of it really does stem from, you know, my own health issues, especially when it comes to GI health. So I, I grew up you know, from day one, I was really struggled with poor digestion. Um, I wasn't able to be breastfed because I couldn't tolerate the breast milk. Um, and just, you know, from day one, I was always really struggling in that realm. Um, and then grew up full-time athlete and was always really interested in, you know, the, the athletic side of things, but my diet was horrible. I was eating like salt vinegar tips for breakfast and, um, you know, I was showing up and I was crushing it on the field and I was able to perform, but, um, you know, the biggest, the biggest area where I feel is lacking was uh, the mental health aspect of it. And, you know, went through a really bad breakup and went through the whole, you know, revenge body thing. And, um, started eating really well and noticed, wow, like, you know, my mental health really improved when I started eating better. Um, my stomach issues also started improving when I started eating better. And, um, you know, it took me a few years to get there about, you know, 20 something years to get there. But I realized the, the profound impact that nutrition had. Um, and after being prescribed all kinds of medications, proton pump inhibitors, um, you know, all these different things to control my symptoms, I came across CBD and was like, oh, wow, this is coming from a plant. It doesn't have all these nasty side effects of, you know, you see those commercials like might die, might start bleeding from the eyes, like, you know, 30 different things about, <laughs> oh my you know, gosh. It's small fine print. It's yeah. small fine Anal print. discharge, like what? what? <laughs> don't worry about it. Trust me, you feel better. Though. Don't worry about it. Don't hey, you're about cool. It. Your blood it's triggers bad. are better. <laughs> but at least your headaches are gone, right? Right. Um, so, you know, I came across CBD and, and it was, it was pretty cool because it not only helped me with um, just general anxiety, it helped me with my digestion issues and, um, you know, really helped me keep this better balance. And, and then my family members started using it and I noticed there was a really big discrepancy and, okay, there's, there's a really lot of poor quality things out there in the market. And, um, specifically my, my poor grandfather, almost age 90 was buying it at a gas station and he's, I'm like, Papa, like, where did you get this? You know? And, And, um, so, so I, I became a holistic cannabis practitioner because a, I saw the huge gap in the field. There was no dietitians really out there talking about this. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as someone who is trusted and and well-educated in research, I was like, you know, I need to be out there like providing not only just to my family, but to my clients, a good quality product where they can feel safe 
taking it. And then also it can be a great supplement for some people that might benefit from having it when it comes to, you know, digestive issues, pain, you know, mental health, you know, struggles, things like that. Um, you know, it really complements my practice well. You know, I, I can imagine too, because and this is also off the heels of having this, uh, a similar conversation like we're having right now in, in that Facebook live that we did. Um, but Aaron, I, I want just for our listeners right now, and I know that this is a loaded question, so do your best with this. Yeah. So uh, why is CBD important? Why do people need to learn about CBD? Because I know that there's a lot that tags into the endocannabinoid system and stuff like that. And so um, you can describe this in layman's terms way better than I can. And probably way better than Matt because you're probably better oh, than Oh yeah, Matt absolutely. This is not my lane. This is why she's taking over. Yeah, this is not my lane at all whatsoever. Hey, be the co-pilot too. So I appreciate the support, Matt. Please feel free. Um, so <laughs> I don't, I don't even like to say that people need to know about CBD. Like I would prefer to say people need to know about the endocannabinoid system because um, knowing about CBD is great. But if you know that the endocannabinoid system is a natural part of your body and a deficiency in that system can relate to, can cause things like health issues and, you know, can lead to mental health and pain and, you know, all types of issues. So we need to understand that that CBD can interact with this system that's very important. Mm -hmm. um, CBD, people should know about CBD as an option. So they should know that CBD is coming from plants. So phyto, you know, phyto plant, phytocannabinoid, um, it comes from a plant. We have an um, endocannabinoid, so something that comes from our body. So it's something that also is made naturally in the body that can also stimulate the same system. So I think understanding that as a whole is really important because you know you have a safe alternative, generally safe. There's always some sort of, you know, concern with anything, turmeric, you know, omega-3s, whatever, but it's a generally safe supplement and alternative to certain medications that people might be taking that are not something we should be putting in our body. Yeah. And, and Matt, you can probably chime in on this a little bit too, you know, because, Having worked at, at that elite athlete level, uh, I got a lot of questions about it. And even with a lot of my clients now, I, I've completely switched from elite level athlete to more like dads and parents where the same questions are still coming up. You know, is this safe for me to take? And, you know, Matt, I'll kind of let you take it away with things that you're hearing right now just from an athlete perspective. Uh, but I, I think this is a really great topic. So, Matt, I knew you had a couple of questions. I'll let you kind of take it away. Yeah, but that, I, I think and, this is and, important. And one of one of my primary questions was actually that what how can you know the purity, the safety, the quality of actually what's going on with the product in itself and not that it's just mixed with a product that may potentially have THC in there, too, um, because, you know, as you know, we have to abide by rules and ban substance regulations and in, in the NCAA um, and also in a professional setting can't have more than 0.3 percent just even tested. And I know that's a very small trivial amount. So what is the best practice just even to um, observe? Uh, now, I can't say that I can recommend, but also this is why you're here. So you can- I can. Give, <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, but this is why you're here. And this is why you both are here. So that way, this is just an informative conversation. So yeah, you can inform yeah. people, okay, what's the best way to see purity, quality, and you're not getting some, some BS product? 
some yeah. gas station product. <laughs> exactly. Like, cause there's nothing but gas station products. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, I've had, I was actually personally sent a product to try by a company. This was like about a little over two years ago. And, um, they sent me the product and I'm sitting there in the kitchen and I'm eating my chicken and, um, I spilt over the bottle. Mind you, this stuff's not cheap, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. they tell me it's a very low THC product. It's, it's very, um, very much high in CBD. Like, you know, you're not going to get high off it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there and I, it, I dip the chicken in the oil. Cause I'm like, I'm not letting that go to waste. You know, that's the CBD oil. And, you know, 30 minutes go by, I start working and I'm so high. Like, meanwhile, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's like no THC in it. It's very low, like minimal trace. Okay, well, that's not true. That's the, so, that's the THC part, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. So then I ate the had, whole bag of chips. And no one that day. It wanted more. <laughs> so, you know, from a personal experience, you know, it, it's, it's, that's, that's such a like, you know, premature, uh, that could have been such a worse situation, right? Someone could have been. Mm-hmm you know, elderly, someone could have been a young kid who, you know, that, that was lucky. Right. So that was just a funny story that I can now tell, but, you know, making sure that a product is true to what it says it is, it's not contaminated with heavy metals. It's not mixed with something that's fake. It's not, you know, synthetic, um, which all can be very dangerous. Um, the way to, to kind of, so I'm, I have a couple different tips of how you can ensure that it's a good quality product. So the first thing is you should get to know the company that you're buying your CBD oil from. You should ask them questions about their growing practices, their lab testing. So every product that you should be having, and I don't mean just general product. I mean, every individual batch of that oil that you're getting in the mail should be lab tested. And they should be able to give you, ask them, could you please send me the certificate of analysis, the COA? So write that company an email. Hey, send me the COA for this oil. You know, I want to see that this batch, the bottle was actually tested and there's no THC in it. And I want to see that it's been tested for molds and heavy metals. That's standard practice in the cannabis industry nowadays. It's, It's unusual if a company will not have that information on their lab test for you to view accessible easily. So that's those are the that's the biggest thing is that lab test and then you want your you you know you want the cannabis oil or the hemp oil to be derived from somewhere in the U.S. You want it to be grown organically so that there's no pesticide use and um, you know there's no solvents being used that are that are going to be toxic to the body and then just like mm-hmm. any food ingredient you know what's on the label are are they adding propylene glycol to it are they adding you know artificial sweeteners or flavorings or are you getting gummies that have, you know, red number 40 in them? So we want to also keep in mind that you also want to look at what else is in there besides just the cannabinoids. Now, is the certificate of analysis, is that more something like a third party testing? Because you know how we do if we do recommend supplementation with yes. uh, athletes in a sense, NSF for sport certified, um, BCSG, BANS, well, Band Substance Control Group, BSCG, sorry. Um, is that the third party testing that comes about with that in a sense in that form? Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, exactly. got gotcha. you. OK. And I and Matt, thank you for asking that. That's a that's a really great question. Um, Aaron, can you educate, you know, a lot of our listeners and, and, and really us too, in addition to that, um, on the, on the spectrum, I I remember for a while back, we talked about the spectrum and and what to look for, because like I said, you blew up my Facebook group with questions and, and, 
And I have a, a, one of my best friends actually does peanut butter and CBD. And so he was like, Des, ask this, ask this. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't talked to you in like a month. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this was one of the questions and I thought that it was really great. So can you break down for us uh, the, I guess the word spectrum and what that means and what that could mean for uh, the potential consumer who is not an elite level athlete and has to go by those standards and certifications. Yes, absolutely. I've actually used this analogy. I like to use, I'm a very visual learner. And so when I describe things, I like to use little things like this. So think of a rainbow, right? So you've got a rainbow, you've got all the colors of the rainbow. Um, the rainbow is much prettier. Let's pretend with all the colors of the rainbow. So that's, think of that as like broad concept. So you've got three different ways that you can purchase a CBD product. You can get the isolate, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just isolated CBD, CBD alone. And then you move up to a broad spectrum product. So broad spectrum typically is going to be more cannabinoids than just the CBD. So it might have CBG, it might have CBN, it might have THCA, but it's usually, see THCA is non-psychoactive. So it usually has everything but the THC. So everything but the things that are gonna make you feel that high sensation. And then we go up to the next level, which is full spectrum. So full spectrum, think of the rainbow. The rainbow is like, we've got all the colors of the rainbow and usually we want that, right? So if you think about it from like a food source, you want all of the benefits of the rainbow coming in or of the food coming in and eliciting that response in the body from the synergistic effect, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So isolate. (laughs) Yeah. So isolate the most simple form. And in my opinion, and based on the research, pretty ineffective. This is that this is the form you're going to find in most products out there. When you buy a fancy water or when you're getting a smoothie and they charge seven extra dollars for it, they're likely using an isolate. So you're not going to get the real, real benefits from a CBD isolate. Broad spectrum, mm. best option to get if you want to avoid the THC, just make sure it's THC free. Full spectrum, if it's less than 0.03%, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Why not? You get the plant in the way that nature intended. That's great, especially when it comes to pain relief. That can really help getting even just that small amount of the THC in there. Okay, so so for our listeners right now, as, as, as us three nerds, really food nerds are talking about this. So yeah. the term synergy, uh, if you kind of, if we're going with the the aspect of the rainbow and things like that, just getting a visual it's kind of like getting a bigger net and throwing out for bigger nutrients when we try to talk about variety of colors and variety of foods for, for, for nutrients. So it, essentially, it's just a bigger net that you throw out that you can acquire more nutrients or in this case, uh, better benefits and better absorption. Is that correct? I love how you actually pulled the rainbow back in because I just like threw a rainbow out there and then just <laughs> <up> there. <laughs> so well, well, in my mind, it was like, oh, that's a really beautiful rainbow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that that makes total that makes total sense to me. So I'm, I'm glad, uh, especially for those for our listeners. I I hope. That makes sense. And if it doesn't, then you just don't understand, whatever. Or you can <laughs> me and I can clarify. I'll use better analogies and, and compare it to something that might be more familiar with you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, Aaron, compli- I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. You had one. 
Yeah, I was about to ask. So what complications and conditions as far as like just even based on those spectrums too, is there a different <laughs> one? And also is there particular things that you've seen in your research or just seen personally um, that it has supported as far as benefit wise and anything like that? Yeah. So, so the first question, I just want to make sure I answer every part. Um, <laughs> you like were six. wondering about like contra, <laughs> contraindication. So like who should be careful with CBD? Is that right? Yes, that's part of it. Okay. So the first part. Um, so, you know, with anything, like I said, if you're taking turmeric, if you're taking omega-3s, like if you're on other medications, you should always be careful with those medications. So you want to monitor because CBD is, it uses the enzyme, the cytochrome P450 enzyme, which I know we're familiar with. It's that enzyme that our liver has that basically metabolizes drugs. So you have this enzyme and it breaks down CBD but it also breaks down our drugs. So imagine if it can only do one at a time and you're taking a drug for you know, depression or high blood pressure or what have you, it might be more or less effective because that enzyme is also going to be breaking down CBD. So keep in mind, if you're taking any sort of medication to just monitor any sort of side effects, maybe less effectiveness, or maybe you need to dose down on a medication if you're combining it with CBD. So that's number one. Um, number two, you know, there's some side effects that have been found in the research, you know, nausea, diarrhea, dizziness, any sort of weird side effect that it, you know, it can definitely happen. It's, it's, it's happened before and you know, always be careful, um, especially with dosing. You know, I, I always say start with the lowest possible dose and work your way up because too much of anything is never a good thing. We know that no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, so does that answer the first question? Yes, it does. Okay. Now, second question was, um, okay, remind me again. The health, the, the health conditions that you've seen that okay. it can benefit. Yeah, yeah. So the top ones that I've seen is first and foremost would be anxiety and depression, like mental health, you know, that the, the anxiety, depression and focus, um, and then insomnia, sleep, it's a big, big help for sleep. Some people find that it really helps with not only just improving, you know, the, the, the ease of falling asleep, but the quality that they get in the middle of the night. Um, pain, it, depending on where the pain is stemming from. So if you're someone who pain that's as a result of some sort of inflammation, especially as it pertains to gut health. Um, so inflammation, gut health, digestion, those are really the, the top conditions that I see it and use it for in my practice and that I've seen it used for in research. And then, I mean, of course, epilepsy, if we talk about research, that's originally what it's intended for and what it was, you know, is why we kind of honed in on all this research was because it's being used in children who have epilepsy. So Aaron, I, I wanted to ask you, I, I probably should have asked before we started talking about, you know, who it's best for and I, and I'll, and I will definitely revisit that. Mm -hmm. um, so when you get these CBD products that are in like baked goods or in gummies or anything like that, uh, does that change the spectrum? Does that change uh, the validity of, of what you were talking about earlier? Mm. Yeah. And, and it's so keeping in mind that there's different ways to administer these products, right? So you can, you could vape it, you could take a tincture, you could take an edible. And the, the reason why the edibles, the baked goods, things like that are not the most effective way to take it in terms of absorption is because mm. they have to go through the whole digestive system. Mm. 
And that's, you know, depending on the person that could, that could be a very inefficient process of absorption. So I always recommend doing either my first line is a tincture. I always say, go for the tincture. I'm not a big fan of doing vape products in general or, you know, vaping something into the lungs. Um, so a tincture is my favorite way. If you're looking for more localized, I would say go for like a cream and, um, and the edibles, you know, they're, they're more so just glorified ways of consuming, um, unless you're doing like a, um, a water soluble product, which is actually something that I'm adding to my line, a water soluble product. It's actually, they've created these emulsions that allow for maximal absorption through the digestive process. Like they're basically kind of attached to these fat, um, fat molecules and they've designed it in a way where it actually is an efficient process. But most of the products that you're finding out there, those edibles and gummies and, you know, whatever they are, you know, giving, selling at these places are usually less effective and you're going to want to stick with like a tincture. Okay. Now what is a tincture? Could you speak on that more? What, what is, yeah. what exactly is a tincture? So a tincture <laughs> is, <laughs> so I was just reading mine too, like right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So a tincture is, <laughs> it's, it's going to look like it's basically an oil. So to, to the individual who's looking at a shelf, it's going to be in a, in a container where it looks like oil. It's got a little, you know, syringe looking thing at the top. You're going to take a little pipette. You're going to take it. You're going to squeeze it. You're going to put it into your mouth, under your tongue, hold it there for 60 seconds. Cause that actual absorption is, is happening in the thin layer in your mouth. And then you swallow after that six, 60 seconds and let the rest go through the digestive process. Mm, okay interesting and a and lot so, of these products will be flavored they'll be you know they'll have stevia in them they'll have this that so i always say look for a product that has minimal ingredients so you know my product for instance it's olive oil and hemp so it's it's very simple there's no added ingredients if it's flavored it's coming from a peppermint oil it's not natural flavorings it's not stevia it's not so keep in mind the other products i know i mentioned that earlier as well yeah, as I'm as I'm even you know we were pulling up our tinctures, you know I pulled up mine as well, and so I'm looking up at my active ingredients, and it's phytocannabinoid rich hemp oil, and then your inactive is medium chain triglycerides. And that's a great oil. It's a great carrier oil. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So no, that's that's good to know. Because um, when when I was first uh, just trying, because for me, you know, I'm take I, I'm taking it more so. Uh, overall for the the stress relief and the brain health. Like those are the things that I've heard a lot about. And so uh, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind with a lot of our listeners who people who have thankfully reached out, you know, and, and for our listeners right now, please feel free to hit us up via email. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. If you have questions, if you have things that you want to see, we definitely want to make sure that we are creating content that you care about. But I've had a lot of people ask questions about things like this. And I feel like for the young professional, someone who is maybe starting to emphasize and understand the role of stress in their productivity and, and possibly just uh, the, the benefits of brain health. Can you speak on that at all, Aaron? Yeah. I mean, the benefits of brain health are numerous. I think, you know, just, it depends on, you know, kind of what angle we want to take it. And this is, I get a lot of questions about what about with anxiety or sleep or, so it's, it depends on the mechanism, right? So it depends on, is it, is it targeting these receptors that are involved with inflammation? Cause if we have inflammation going on in the receptors that are in the brain, that's not optimal for brain health. That's not optimal for, you know, neuroplasticity and you know all the things that we call brain health um so i think just looking overall at kind of how it's working at these different receptors some of which we have in our brain 
Um, and so that's that's the, the most direct way is that we've got these receptors in the brain. And you know, when we take these CBD and cannabinoid rich products, they're interacting, not binding, but they're interacting with these receptors in our body, in our brain that are eliciting these positive results. And and the way that 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 cannabis works in general and CBD is that it's not a miracle drug that's going to improve your brain health in a sense of you're going to now become, you know, smarter or, you know, sharper than you were before. It's going to bring you back to homeostasis. So what does homeostasis mean? It means bring you back to balance, right? So that's why CBD <laughs> is not some miracle thing because it's, 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 it's bringing the system in our body that should be functioning optimally back to balance. And that's essentially what it's going to do for your brain health, your, you know, overall health in general. Yeah. And, overall, and, it sounds like that it actually can help as far as benefit, even be a, not even a nootropic, yeah. but actually a nootropic, if you think about it, because the, the longer you're in homeostasis, the less stress that is accumulated, the more that you're able to have memory and cognitive function and things like that too. Cause you yeah. set those receptors and everything that work in there that, you know, if you think about it, that's that, you know, that counter, that counteracting mechanism or function that happens. Yeah, that absolutely. That help with that. Yeah, I love like people will take all these like fancy like pre-workout things like that. I get a nice little dose of my CBD oil and like a little tea and I'm like good to go. Like I am, yeah. <laughs> okay. I am start, my workout is like lasered in. Ooh, I, that, I, I like that. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do it first, the first thing in the morning. That's just part of my like morning routine. Yeah. Um, I like that though. So uh, Aaron, I, and this is just a question that I have, or something that I've heard other parents experience. And uh, some parents are a bit more liberal than others and, and that's okay. And whatever your fancy is, I support it. Whatever works for you. Great. Right. Um, is it safe for to be administered to children, because uh, I think the thing that I continually hear about is ADHD, or the things that I continually hear about is uh, just quality of rest. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of defer to you in these cases where it's like, ah, you know, I got someone you can contact. <laughs> yeah, and and this is a great question, and I also get questions a lot about female health and pregnancy and in these very vulnerable populations where it's like you know, I'm sure you guys can relate as parents, you know, God forbid, as you did something or recommended something or allowed your child to take something that that could have caused any sort of harm. And so I put on my, you know, my babysitter cap or whatever, because I don't have any kids. Um, But I love kids. And so, uh, you know, when I think of this situation, there's not enough research in in areas of especially growing kid or, you know, growing a baby that we can say, oh yeah, take it for your kid, no big deal. And 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 I work with parents on this. I, I have calls with them and um, you know walk them through my concerns, um, you know the research that I know of, and then they make an educated decision. But when I when I put my RD cap on, I say, okay, well, can we address it from a, a dietary perspective as well? So remembering that our body naturally creates these endocannabinoids. And so what else activates this endocannabinoid system? Okay, well, chocolate. So we love chocolate. Um, Mm -hmm. A healthy ratio of fatty acids, so omega-3s. So if we're getting our omega-3s, that's also going to end it. It's going to activate the endocannabinoid system. Meditation, you know, all of these these practices that are 
something that we we know are much safer than the research that we don't have when it comes to cannabis. So I also like to bring that into the discussion as well. But I have plenty of parents who I work with who give it to their children and um, they've seen, you know, incredible benefits, but there's that, that big disclaimer of, we just don't know, we don't have enough research to, to make that recommendation. It's so new and it's continuing to grow. And so it's really, it's going to be a personal decision and, um, you know, one that you're going to have to make as a parent on your own. Hey, I love that answer. Yeah, that's, that's an <laughs> I love amazing that answer. answer. That's an amazing <laughs> practitioner right there. Absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, because that brings up a whole nother topic, which I'm sure we could talk about for another 60 minutes. But it's what I oftentimes find, even during the chat that we had, I had a lot of questions come in and then I would ask further questions like, OK, cool. Tell me about your sleep. Tell me about this. Like, oh, sleep is shit. Or like, oh, like, dude, I, I, I go out all the time. And, and to me, this very much seems like, hey, this could supplement your success in a couple of different areas if you emphasize these pillars uh, that, that we all know, right, about health. And so, uh, Aaron, you mentioned this a little bit, and I want you to expand on it. So what are some of the natural ways, behavioral things that people can do to boost their endocannabinoid system? Mm. So my favorite one is meditation. Um, meditation right there did that right before we started i loved it (laughs) there you go so meditation um doing activities that you really enjoy so you know i I don't like to say exercise because some people just really don't enjoy the act of you know going to the gym or doing a boxing class like so when i say doing activities you you enjoy singing dancing uh, maybe it is going and crushing a long run or a workout like you know doing something that truly brings you joy that runner's high in your endocannabinoid system. Um, chocolate. I mean, I could talk about chocolate all day. Like <laughs> <laughs> chocolate's great, but making sure you're getting a product that's, you know, not that sugar laden, um, you know, soy added chocolate. We're talking really cacao that is, you know, Dutch processed or, you know, just no additives to it. Really high quality cacao, less than greater than 70% is usually my recommendation. Mm, uh, you know, that's the good stuff, right? No. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can make a a small transition from CBD to now THC, um, I know that I can't call anyone out because there might be a point where I might return. So (laughs) so Ah! I'm just going to keep my mouth shut on the details. But from what I understand, most elite level athletes engage in in any type of THC product. Administration is, is variable, right? Um, so I know that they don't have a, a, a great deal from my, to my knowledge, at least. And if you guys know this, please check me. Uh, there isn't a whole lot of testing that goes on. It's kind of like a, um, like don't talk about it type of thing, like whatever. Hmm. Um, are there benefits to a, an athlete, right? Are there benefits to the, the normal person that's getting back in the gym to, uh, the use of THC? Mm. So if we're talking about a product that is, you know, 0.03%. It's really in trace amounts. Um, you know, when we see that synergy effect, that whole plant effect, the benefits are definitely enhanced when you have everything there. When you add a, too much THC in there to the point where it's overpowering the other cannabinoids, which is with a lot of the products that you see that people buy when they're really looking to get high, 
then that's when we start to see this curve go down on the benefit side of things. And we see people starting to, you know, feel more tired and lethargic and maybe less motivated. And maybe they, you know, start to get those munchies and their food choices become less optimal. Um, so in the right amounts, um, it can be beneficial. Is it necessary? Now that's the biggest thing is, okay, if we don't want the THC and we don't need it, can we just go for a broad spectrum product and see all the benefits, especially when it comes to, you know, inflammation, recovery time, focus, you know, things that an athlete can really give them that per, you know, that, uh, that edge, that advantage, um, you know, we can see that without the THC, but you know, that whole plant I would say is, is really optimal if we're getting it in the right amounts. Okay. So what is too much THC? What is that? What is that considered going from beneficial to just staying high? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And, and the thing is too, is it's so individualized. Um, you know, when it depends, when, yeah, it depends. <laughs> I hate, I hate saying that, but uh, you know, with nutrition, as you guys know, like that's always the answer. Well, it depends. Um, yeah. and it, it does depend. It depends on the person. It depends on the endocannabinoid system. Um, but you know, the, when you have a product that is very low in THC, um, and so you guys can share this with anybody who's a recreational user, you know, whatever. But um, when you, like if someone were to take a THC product and get like totally stoned and be like freaking out, whatever, um, you, the way that you could counteract that and, and, and kind of um, mitigate those symptoms is you would take a CBD product. And the reason for that is because it kind of buffers it and it evens out and it, and it brings your body back to balance, right? So when you have a really high ratio of a CBD to a THC product, which is always what I would recommend if anybody's looking for the true health benefits, is that when you get that higher, higher levels of the CBD, then you're less likely to get those, you know, that stoner kind of stereotypical side effect of that, you know, drowsiness or this or that. So looking at the ratio and the, the milligrams of, of on that label. Okay. Like I'd say like a five to one, meaning five would be the CBD one would be the THC. So you've really got a high ratio of the CBD. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. And jokingly, uh, for our listeners, you heard it here first from Aaron Kenny. If you get too high, take some CBD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Hey, I can, I can preach. I've been, I've been a, you know, reckless teenager before, so I've been there and I wish that I had that tool in my toolbox because, you know, not a pleasant experience. So. And, and you, and you dipped your chip into something that <laughs> punched you in the face. So yeah, yeah. And that was not warranted. I was like, Oh my gosh. But, but what did I do? I took some, to some CBD. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, so Aaron, what, what are your thoughts? And I asked you this last time. I really loved your answer. And I would just like you to just repeat it, you know, for our listeners here. Um, I'm a bit more liberal on, on the side of my beliefs around this, this, uh, this topic. Mm-hmm. And so what do you say to someone who is, has, has their information coming from a lot, uh, from a place of fear? Uh, mm-hmm. from a place of hysteria. I mean, for, for our recording right now, and we're going to re- probably launch this in the next one or two weeks, like the, the whole coronavirus thing has just launched and uh, sports are shut down. So uh, the topic of hysteria has come up for me. Um, what do you say to someone who has questions about it, who has maybe heard some things that maybe are not factual? Mm-hmm. Where can they go? Where, where is substantial information? You know, how do you approach that? Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, I like to, I don't remember what my answer was the first time, but, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully I can, you know, kind of cross over there. Um, find, find really um, a great, and, and I'm offering myself up when I say that, you know, use a, use a resource of someone who is, um, you know, educated in the field, who has a non-dogmatic approach. You know, if you go to someone's page or you find information that says, you know, cannabis cures cancer, like that, you run, run away, run away. Um, you know, find someone who you can trust, who's an, an expert in the field, um, and just learn about it. Just learn. Education is power, right? So you don't need to have an open mind with the, um, with the ultimate goal of saying, okay, I'm going to take this product or try this product, but know that it's an option and that it's something that you could have in your health toolbox. Um, just, just have that information and gain that knowledge on it and then make a, make a decision based on your morals. You know, there's no, there's no reason that you should feel like you have to have this as part of your lifestyle. Like I said, there's several things you can do to, you know, activate that endocrine system. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's all about education and really, really getting a good quality product. Yeah, I, thank you so much. And, you know, this kind of leads us into, uh, you know, our our last couple questions for you. And, and again, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your, your busy night, your quarantine right now, as you said. This is fun for me. Are you kidding me? I love you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. Uh, so this transition in the next question, because uh, anytime that uh, an athlete outside of the elite level sport, just someone who is looking to, you know, experience better performance, better recovery. And uh, dads or parents that have asked me, like when they talk about like, hey, who should I be going to for this? I always point them in your direction. Mm -hmm. um, so Aaron, where can people find you? I, I Again, I, I feel like your knowledge base, I mean, we've even tackled the gut health stuff, uh, which I think we'll have to definitely do in episode two of this. Um, yeah. But where can people find you? Where are you most active at? Um, and I also understand too, that you have your own uh, formulation as well. So I, I want to give you the, the floor because you, my friend are amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, so I, um, you can find me at nutritionrewired.com. That's my website. Um, but I'm also very active on Instagram and my Instagram handle is nutrition rewired and, um, my CBD oil products are all lab tested and certified. They're all THC free, but they're broad spectrum. Um, you know, if, I don't, I don't care if anybody buys my product, I care more that you come to me and you are at least directed on, on whether the product that you want to purchase is correct. I offer a free discovery call for anybody that has any questions about cannabis or, you know, concerns or needs education or resources or anything. So, um, you know, do yourself a favor, book a discovery call with me. If you have any questions related to cannabis and gut health or, you know, both are both are just one individually. And um, yeah, I'm happy to, to have a dialogue there because I'm really passionate about um, getting good quality products into people's hands and also getting really good education. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely make sure we put those in the show notes. Uh, Matt has been our show notes extraordinaire because I I don't I don't like taking them. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Matt, I'll let you ask our last question, our, our playful question. Go ahead, man. All right. So if no. you were in a food fight, what is the first thing you're throwing to start it up? 
Oh boy. I had an, I don't even remember what my answer was for this last time. So this gives me like a whole new, I I'm going to attack it from like a different angle. I'm like looking at my kitchen right now. Like, what do I have? (laughs) Um, if I were to start a food fight, what would it be? Um, I might go with a potato. I'm looking at a potato right now. That thing like it could damage, right? Like in that space. I said, see, I said a steak. Now, now I know that that was going to be damaged, but you said a potato. <laughs> that is going to cause. Wait, a- I was just more guy. astonished at, at the potato thing. I didn't even hear if it was cooked or raw. What, what did no. you say? Oh, yeah, I should she have didn't. clarified. She didn't. She just said potato. Hey, let's just keep it at that. I don't want you to. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, let's leave it for the imagination. And it's also I, a Japanese I, white one. It's a Japanese white one. See, I honestly thought that she was going to go with a brownie or something like that because based on the topic, like, you know, we're going to go with brownies. (laughs) Brownies, edibles. Right, you know, (laughs) gummies, you know. (laughs) Also grew up being just like completely and utterly obsessed with potatoes and especially mashed potatoes. So I I don't know. Wait, do you know why? I don't, I think it's honestly that I just, I love carbs. I love carbs, especially starchy ones. And I could, I, in college, I would toast bread and just eat plain bread like all the time. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you right. put anything on it? No, like literally, like, and I'd be, I would be fine if something was on it, but I like my roommates would be like, Ooh, something smells so good. Like, what are you making? Toasted bread. Toasted bread, <laughs> no butter, no jelly, nothing, just bread. And I I really do think it stems from my digestive issues because I always gravitated towards like more bland, starchy foods. And those were the ones that really sat well with me. So hashtag, I love carbs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuel your your body. (laughs) I love it. Well, Aaron, thank you so much. My gosh, we will definitely do a part two. I just, I don't know. I love love talking to you. I I think that you're such a, a wealth of knowledge and uh, a really great friend. Uh, I'm so glad that that we just randomly out of nowhere met up in Philly this last fancy. So, um, wait, where's the next one? Does anyone know? Um, I don't know. Oh, it's in. Um, I want to Seattle. No, it's not in Seattle. Um, Pennsylvania. I think it's in Pennsylvania. Wasn't it just in Philly though? Yes. So they'll Are do another one in, in Pennsylvania. Philly? No, no. That's, <laughs> that's is it? Is it in Boston where you're at? It's not in Boston because it was here like uh, a few years ago. No, th- two or three years ago, it was already here. Oh, that'd be bad. That they perfect, did right? Phoenix or Scottsdale. Yeah. So I don't have to travel across the FN nation. <laughs> That's I still haven't been to Fancy yet. You better come no. next time because it, like we would have so much fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I, literally just. That. We yeah, just I mean, I. The social. Socialize. Exactly. Exactly. I think I went to a couple like classes it's all the same sure. stuff though so it's literally just like yeah. hey so and so i don't know you but i see you on instagram every single day you want to yeah. get a drink oh hell yeah like okay cool yeah <laughs> all right, and we, all right. Desi and i never would have you know connected in person if it weren't for that and i'm so grateful for that so yeah yeah me too me too well uh aaron we will let you uh i don't know go go be social and go be a person in uh in boston <laughs> 
<laughs> as as she looks around, just like I'm um, by myself, man, <laughs> with her tea, <laughs> with her CBD tea. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, taking some time in your Friday. Like I said, we will have an episode two of this for sure. So I'm sure Matt and I will be talking about this a little bit more. But thanks for taking some time for us. I appreciate you. It was my pleasure. Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening. So for those that want to hear a little bit more about what myself and Matt are all about, you can find us on the various platforms. For me, on Instagram, at FitDadsCoach, I post a lot of content on there. I post a lot of videos that are really just based out of what I do in our wonderful Facebook group. So Leading a Legacy for for the Men and Women of Purpose, it's a nutrition lifestyle group that is really just centered around doing exactly what we're talking about on this podcast which is just teaching parents and future parents how to prioritize their lives so that they can prioritize that next generation and that next legacy. So we would love to have you in there. Matt and myself are constantly posting content in there, constantly starting conversations. And literally what we want to do is just build this community so that you know that you're not alone in this process. So you can find me there and at Fit Dads Coach. I'm really not on Twitter right now, but I probably need to step that game up. So that'll come Uh, That'll come in time, but you can also find me on Facebook. Please send me a friend request, Desi Abeda. I'd love to chat with you. Yeah, you can also find us actually on the podcast group, MOP Podcasts, at MOP Podcasts on Instagram. Uh, You can find myself. Mine is all over the place. Superior Vet Eats. Uh, You'll find things between food, travel, uh, what I'm currently doing with my athletes, what I'm currently doing as a father, as a husband. Um, like I said, it's all over the place. It can be entertaining. It can be dry. I'll post research on there sometimes on updates too. Like I said, it's not direct. It's all over, but that's just how I am. Um, on Twitter, I am on Twitter, uh, Superior Frakes, and that is S-U-P-E-R-I-O-R-F-R-A-K-E-S. Uh, that is going to be more directed towards things that what's happening in nutrition now, evidence-based nutrition, research nutrition, uh, and also strength and conditioning as well. And then you can also find me on Facebook. That's another personal page at Matt Frakes. Again, F-R-A-K-E-S. Not Franks, not Breaks, not Freaks, not Flakes, Frakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we, we love to chat with you. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Really trying to push this movement out. So the Men of Purpose movement, thank you so much for listening. Peace, love, and chicken grease.